Okay, hey, we're back for the next podcast, Bon Response Podcast, and uh, this one uh, we're, we're recording with Bishop Nelson is here, and uh, Bishop Nelson is a longtime friend after uh, he, we met him during the Ebola crisis. You may remember some of the podcasts. Uh, we will probably put links below uh, when we did back in 2014. Um, and we we did the whole raking and raising money then, and uh, he told us a little about how awful it was at the time. And we're very fortunate to have him on campus this week. And uh, Bishop, welcome. Thank you very much. So why don't you tell us a little, um, I mean, who you are, what you do, and where you're from. Yeah, okay. Uh, thank you for the for the opportunity. I'm from Liberia, West Africa. I'm Bishop Nelson Samson Buba. Uh, I'm really uh, involved with uh, the education of the Ebola victims office. And all this started, you know, when, when we were hit by Ebola in 2014. In 2014, we had a very big problem where we lost thousands thousands of people because of mm. Ebola. But our team was so busy, CYC, Christian you called for so busy rescuing the children and placing them into home. And so I think I, I I would love to hear that story, and I think our listeners would too. So the the why don't we hold it off and come back to it? So just, um, I think it's so important. I want to do a whole special section on that. But how wh- where are you from? Give us a little of your background. Yeah, um, I I brought up in. Morovia with my uncle who like abused me uh, as a kid and I got in the street mm-hmm. a, 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 a gang leader a street boy and at the age of 12 13, 14, 16 I met Jesus uh, through an American missionary called Aunt Carolina Ross and that brought transformation to me, she, she schooled me and 2000. So when you were when you were this gang leader, I mean, you were like literally living in the streets, or I yeah, mean, I was a street kid. I was yeah. a real street kid. Yeah. So to get the bad boys and bad guys around me, yeah. you know how to be in the street. Yeah. <laughs> so you you went to school? No one didn't go to school. Yeah, I didn't have time for school until I met the yeah the the missionary. So at 16, you started really your educate yeah, your formal yeah. education started at 16. Yeah, 16. I was taking a mission. VOA mission across America, okay, uh, in in Liberia, uh, Basigia town, where we the, we moved with the missionary and she educated us and trained us how to reach you know uh, villagers and do project with them. Wow. So I came up came up with that, and when the war broke out, she she came back and she laid So we should talk a little about that. Liberia um, is a is a poor place. Liberia is. It's a country that is very behind every development in yeah. that, that's going on in other, other nations. We are behind. Yeah. This is why we are praying. This election we have, we should have a good leader. You see, um, when you talk about the rate of poverty, it's gross poverty. We mm. are really back. Even yeah. the internet is not up to, up to date. Yeah. Yeah. So for our listeners who have heard many, many, many stories on Haiti and know that Haiti is a very poor country, uh, per capita GDP in Liberia is about, and depending on who you look at, but we'll say about 60 to 65 percent of Haiti, Haiti's. Uh, put it in another perspective, it is about one one hundredth of what it is in the United States. So it is a poor place. 
And yeah. there's lots of reasons for that. Um, you talked about wars. Um, how many wars have you lived through? Oh, we been through series of war. 1990, no, 90, 1980 was a coup when they killed another president. Mm -hmm. And 1990 was another bloody war. And we have close to you know, 95, 96. It was just yeah. continue war. And everything went back war. Everything went back. Business breakdown, uh, job opportunity. And uh, the country that used to be a peaceful country began and uh, a country all law. Right now, we're trying to build back the country. Uh, it took yeah. time because, you know, we lost everything. Yeah. It yeah. is. And, and I don't I don't mean to, to dwell on the negative. No, no, that's good. But, no, but, but to it's point good. this out if, if for good. our listeners, if you really want to get a grasp of this, uh -huh. um, there's a lot of Internet, obviously, things on it. Um, one that I would recommend is to look for Liberian Civil War on Vice. Yeah. And it is... It will blow your mind. It is just incredible how bad it was. So basically what we go into now is we have a very poor country, large population around Monrovia, mm -hmm. and Ebola breaks out in 2014. And you know, like yeah. we talk about in natural disasters, a lack of infrastructure, whether it's health in infrastructure in your case, whether it's you know the right flooding systems in other cases, the lack of infrastructure is what, more often than not, is the big damaging problem. So just talk a little about the, the medical facilities in Liberia. Uh, right now, you know, when you come from war and you come from a, a society that's breaking down by viral, uh, like the Ebola, yeah. Yeah. the Ebola virus, you know, we know that we lost more qualified doctors. More doctors die, yeah. more nurses die in the process. So it's, the whole thing is like trying to create, you know, Transformation, trying to rebuild. Yeah. You know, even when it comes to the road, when it, and education yeah. is a thing that we are building. Yeah, yeah the country is back war. Yeah. So, Adam, you want to talk? Do you have any questions before we get into the Ebola period itself? Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, glad to be back with all you listeners. By the way, um, if you don't remember me, I'm Adam. I'm a grad student here, and I help Dr. Mahar with uh, a lot of stuff. Uh, Bishop Nelson, uh, if we would like to get involved as listeners, how can we assist in uh, in your cause? Yeah, oh, well, Adam, thank you for that uh, question. You see, our focus, the bull back home, our executive director, our focus is it's a long-term plan. We, we create an 18-year program with this case. And I tell you, you have thousands of them. But the first, we want our team rescue 53 of them. I've been in school, and you know, born have been sending school fees uh, on a low scale. Now we're trying to upgrade it so they can go to good school. So I, I would say, you know, let us try to develop what we have, the, the case. Let's develop the case, you know, educational wise, with skill and college and college training. That's 18 years. So when they get out of high school, it, 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 don't, it don't end there. We have to make sure that they come to college. Yeah. So I, I guess we're going to jump in that, that that sort of get into the Ebola period now. So this is where um, it was awful, and there's just no two ways around it. It was a really, really bad time. Yeah. So what were you doing before, let's say a year before the Ebola crisis outbreak, break, sorry, the Ebola crisis outbreak started? I can't speak, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's Just true. before that, that what were you doing a year before the disaster? Yeah, after I, uh, I returned from South Africa from training from South Africa 2004, okay. 2005, I, I launched uh, a group called Kiss for Christ. 
where we had yearly youth camp. Mm -hmm. And we'll go in the street and get street kids, vulnerable kids, kids that sleep under the market houses. We'll get in. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I missed that word. They sleep where? They sleep, they sleep in the marketplaces. In the marketplaces, mm -hmm. okay. Okay, they, so they sleep in the marketplaces. Yeah, we get the kids. They, some, some ran away from home, you know, and some in the street, like, like I grew up. You know, and we okay. knew, I knew, I knew, I knew the language of it. So we have to go to go for them. They need, they need a counseling. And because of the youth camp, many of them were placed back into their home because we will work with you through the youth camp and then work with your parents because some of the parents say, the child is bad. We don't want the child, but then we'll work with the parents and prepare them and say, look, this is a kid. And then bring them back when they go to school. And today, many of them came out good from 2005 up to now. A lot of good kids, yeah, we have a lot of good cases here. Yeah. So, so you were doing this, it was just a summer program? Yeah, it was just every summer, I make sure mm -hmm. uh, my birthday is near, I spend my birthday with the kids on, on camp. Okay. So it was just it happened before before um he brought up the girl. And then you were running the church by that point? Yeah, I run the church and we're planting churches. Okay. And we had a church in in fact I planted the church in a in in the marketplace called um uh Red Lake Market. Okay. Where we, we all get a goba chop. Goba chop is a go and chop. Go and wow. go and find something to eat. Okay. So it's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a it's a tough market where you get the the, the gain, people drink drugs and what have you. So we planted the church in a gang era. That's where we started the church from. And I tell you, some of the gang leaders got saved from that. Some mm. of the gang leaders and some of the guys that were selling drugs got saved in the process. But we didn't attend the church yet because, you know, it was like people coming, pointing us, one day we're in service, and they came in, put me on a gunpoint, and call us and say, we want you to leave this place. You're disturbing us. We can do our business and the drug dealers. And because of the threat, I have to leave to mm. a cool community. But actually, wow. my, 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 my focus was to win by boss. If God could win me over, and, and, and actually, yeah, some, some got saved. Yeah. So what year approximately was that when they held you at gunpoint and made you shut down the church? Um, it was that, we got 2007, 2007, uh -huh. 8, 9, 10, and like 12, we left. So, was, okay, wow. So 2014 comes along, Ebola breaks out, what are you doing? We were now in, in, in Congo Town, which church we're now planted in Congo Town. Ebola breaks up. We we started praying against Ebola. We thought we're just on the everybody trying to educate somebody, you know, wash your hand, you know, the, the, the process of healing. You know, but it was not working and Ebola keep killing. So we, we heard that Ebola was really killing people in a town called Dodostown where they even stopped people from going. The president stopped people from going in the town. Because it was so bad. Because it was so bad. Wow. Yeah. So after they lifted the ban, we decided to go in. We went in, even places that we went to rescue people, the citizens in the, in the town could not go there. Wow. They're close to the graveyard where they were burying the Ebola patients and what have you. So, so we, you went in and what did you do? We started, we, started, we started doing awareness. We started studying what was really going on. Okay. And started finding out. And so yeah. gathered some data before you did anything. You yeah. went in and figured out what, what lay yeah, the land. Tried, yeah, yeah, we, we tried to, because we couldn't, we couldn't yet get into it. Yeah. So we wanted to know what happened and how the people were dying. Yeah. Then we, we got to know, and I see now, we got involved with the health teams that were there, and they gave us some educational, and the, the flyers and what have you, uh -huh. and we begin to, and we'll give this, 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 right. this study. Yeah. And the phone. <laughs> we, we, we begin to study, and I see now, get involved, you know, and teaching people, especially my, my focus, I forgot about the case. Yeah. I forgot about the case. So we were rescuing the case, sending it on, on the school campus. 
rescue. At, at that time, you were already raking leaves. Yeah. You were raking leaves here in the States, and Bruna eventually were raking leaves, sending the money for, and they were just cooking, and, and the other the, the kitchen staff were cooking for the kids, right. and were rescuing them from various communities in Dorostan. And so, so they got something to eat at least. Yeah, they had something yeah. to eat. So then, and by the way, it's to our listeners, his phone goes off approximately once a second for yeah, pretty much 24-7. Uh, he's a busy guy. I, I thought I was busy. I, 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 I've, never <laughs> seen, I've never seen a phone go off more in my life. It, it, is, it is incredible. Um, so you go in, you save people. Can, can you tell a couple of the, I mean, they're horrific stories, but I think our listeners really need to understand it, to hear them, to the, understand. The one that, that when, when, when we were doing the class, you saw me running all because I, I bustled in tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the one where the lady died and the child was still breastfeeding. Wow. And to rescue that child and to run to the, 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 the treatment center to treat that child, the child living today, it's a miracle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is incredible. And that child needs to come and attend this school in the future to tell that story that yeah. this man rescued me. What's your name? Was baby. What's his student's name? Angel. Angel? Angel. Well, somewhere very appropriate, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I give her that name. Oh, you named it after. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ah. Yeah. Uh. We have to be God that saved save both of us. And we have to lose one of, one of our team members. And we went for prayer. And I told her, say, today you didn't go for, you didn't go to the, the treatment center, so don't touch anybody. The next day she called me and said, I'm sick. I said, you got Ebola. Why you didn't go to the treatment center? Before day could break, mm-hmm. she was there. And wow. Ebola is very fast. It's a deadly disease. It's very fast. When huh. I have Ebola, I shake your hand and you go in your class and shake all your, your student hands. They are go, all going to die and all the family that will, that will into our will also die in the French. Wow. The high working fast. So it's over less than two days. Two days too much for Ebola. Wow. Yeah. So talk a little about the uh, the one day, sort of like the worst day there when 37 people died at your church? Yeah. It was not our church. It's oh, a church it was... plenty in, in, in Dolostown. Oh, I thought it was your church. They were, they were, they were in a conference. Yeah, yeah. They were in a conference, and one person contacted Ebola and started to drink from, from the fountain. And everybody wanted to drink from the fountain. Everybody died. 37 person died from that. One day. One day. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. One day. And obviously, I mean, this is an area... Education isn't the best, and, and it doesn't even matter. I mean, frankly, it doesn't matter if you have something that scary going on. There's gonna be panic. Mm-hmm. What, what were people doing? There were no school. Mm-hmm. There were complete breakdown. You got trucks of bodies, dead bodies, trucks low of dead bodies. I'm talking about 14, 15 trucks. You got ammunition sounding whole day, taking people from different corners of the city, of the town. You're hearing news from different counties. Like 45 miles, like, like 100 miles, like, 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 like 25 miles, 88 miles, you know, from all, over, all over the country. And you hear this sound, how will you go to work? Nobody could work. Doctors are dying. Nurses are dying. They're trying to help. Because the blood or anybody not to flash on you. So when they trying to rescue somebody or trying to give birth to a person that had Ebola, we lost our nurses. So when you go to, when you go now in Morovia, you go to the Cali hospital, they got a memorial there when they got all the doctors and nurses that died, name listed on that thing. Mm. It was really, it was really a, a, brick, a heartbreak story. You know? 
I mean, that'd be my story. I, I can't even imagine, honestly. Uh, yeah, I, no, I, I can't. I, I mean, I, I read many dystopian novels and science fiction, and I just can't get my head around that. I just can't. No. Um, I, I, I remember the panic, and I don't know any other term for it, in the United States when this was going on. And everyone was like, oh, no, there, there were, what, two people? I think yeah. one in Dad. I mean, it was nothing. No more than four. And it was it was nothing. And it was nothing. All right, so this 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 absolute breakdown of everything, everything. of everything. Every, I saw the breakdown. Education was job. Nobody could go to the office. Yeah. <laughs> How would you go to the office? It's, it's like, it's like don't touch anyone. Don't really? shake hands. These are the educational stuff. Don't eat bush meat. Don't eat together. Don't drink from one phone to even touches. Some churches were closed, some were still going, we were still going. We had to have the, the, the water treated. All you had to do, wash your hand. The pump, go to church, you don't shake anybody's hand, and after service, you can go home. We just have to follow the rule, okay? And if you follow the, the rules that you have, yeah, that one of the we bought. So everyone, he's holding up a thing of hand sanitizer. Yeah, hand that was one of the things I know you one purchased. That we have, he sent a lot to us. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot. And we thank God for that. These kids, every week they will have one. Everywhere they go, there, anything they do, they have to wash their hand. Mm -hmm. And it's stay important. Let me tell you now, we still need it. So we get the the, the Ebola crisis. You're, you're pulling bodies out. You're you're, you're pulling. Children out, they live. Um, then what? What do you do? Just, I mean, you can't leave the child on the street. What, what, what's your next step? Yeah, we we talk to family. We talk to people, couples, mm -hmm. and say, look, we we don't have money to maintain the child, but we want you to take in charge. Next case or two, someone will say, give me three, because you know it's a sorrowful story. Sure. Then, somebody don't have an uncle, don't have, and so we have to have to take like you take three, take two, take one. And these people are um, trying to help us and feed them like their own children. That's something. So, but it, uh, you you couldn't find homes for some, right? There was yeah, we couldn't find home for some. Yeah, the, the boy that got drowned. Yeah, he was just running around. Uh, I don't know how he managed it on the floor. And I guess I, I just want to put in a little plug for the donors who have been with us from the beginning. Um, at this point, some of the other things we did, we got you solar for electricity at this yeah, point. Yeah. So you had lights at the orphanage. Yeah, right now we the lights, the, the one solar is not giving off. It's, no. not, it's, not, it's not lasting. So when, when you charge it and you put it on, it takes about 30 minutes to go off. Yeah. So we we stay we trying for more partner. We we if we can get full five partner, it will get full current for two the steady time. So is it a battery issue? That sounds like a battery issue to me. No no, not a battery. If, if okay, not a battery. We need more place. Yeah. We need more place. Yeah. For I know we've talked about it a couple of times. For anybody that that hasn't exactly followed, um, Bishop Nelson does have an orphanage now with fifty three, yeah. correct? Yeah. Fifty three or orphans yeah. whose parents were victims of Ebola. Yeah. Okay. So, um, they're going to school. I mean, they've been going to school they're since then. You, you, you stressed immediately that we can't let these kids yeah. fall behind completely. Yeah. They're, I mean, they've, they've lost their something. parents. Yeah. We've got to do something. Um, education is important. Yeah. 
And I mean, I, I don't know if you want to talk about that. You do a really good job talking about the importance of education and yeah. bringing people together and all of that. And you don't want you know, so many wars and so much revenge. Yeah. My, my belief, I keep telling people, even back home, I can tell any reporter on the radio, if we don't educate the children, you will break a war in the future. Yeah. They want to revenge. Take, for example, during the 1980 coup, the president took some guys and killed them on the pool. The children brought back war to revenge. Mm. You see what happened? Yeah, mm -hmm. so, sure. So if we, if we just leave it, they, 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 they will want to figure out, they will try to educate themselves, they will go through the suffering, and some of them will know when the man is not educated, he think any kind of way. He, whether he destroy infrastructure, he don't want to know. Mm. But he, he don't know the important. So this is why I say, look, let us, even doing the memorial service, we had a memorial service, you remember? Mm -hmm, I do remember, of course. Yeah, you donated yes. to that memorial service, yes. where they were all in white. We'll have to show uh, a team so with some people. Let's just, quick description of this. So yeah. they had a memorial service, I think it was a year after the, the, end, of, the end of the outbreak, I yeah. think, something a year yeah. after. And for all of the orphans to remember their yeah, parents and yeah, yeah, their families. Rest in peace. And they had they dressed them all in white, and it was it. From what I saw online, it was a very beautiful ceremony, yeah. and hopefully, you know, helped those that. And and guess what? All the government officials we, we invited, none of them came because we're using that for for fundraising to to get school fees, to buy the land, and start the building. They let us down, but it was not disappointing because I I had the children to say to their mom and their dad. And rest in peace, officially. So yeah, yeah, that was a good thing. So, at, from that point on, we've sort of helped sponsor—not completely, but helped sponsor their ki their kids to go to school. Um, and they were going to schools that, by your estimation and by the board's estimation, were not very good. What yeah. what what was wrong with the schools? The schools are substandard. Substandard. Substandard okay. school. But they were cheap. They were cheap, yeah. They were cheap. cheap. They were cheap. Yeah. That's why we picked them. They were cheap. <laughs> so, uh, I said, I said, we'll do what well. After the board evaluated, when uh, Kaba, one of my sons, who is one of the administrators, went there and evaluated, but Bishop, we are wasting our time and wasting the donor's time. Let's look for a good school, let the children get quality education for tomorrow. So, the, the cost of the schooling went from $100 to all the way up to $150. Now, just. I want everyone who's listening to this, if you're in the United States, if you're in England, if, wherever you are, stop and think about that. Completely educating a person for a year for $150. So Incredible. Yeah. So and that's the expensive school. So who runs the expensive schools, by the way? The Catholic Church. The Catholic Church does? Okay. The Methodist Church. Methodist Church. Some private uh, institution. Okay. But yeah, they're all... Yeah. They're, they're good. They're, good they're all good, yeah, good yeah, groups. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. SDA. SDA. Um, uh, but Adam, look... Um, we can raise money, buy the land, build an Air Force school, can even name it after Bona, who's our sponsor. Yes, because you know you invest into something. Mm -hmm. You must you must be fair there. I will come out thing and say, maybe they because right now, like I gotta take a case, smaller case, they gotta put a model back to another place to school. Mm. And know that back can throw them down. They've been throwing my web down. They've been throwing me down. The guy on the, not, not a big bag, the guy, a small bag. Mm. You saw it on the photo. So you can't, so I guess so, I just, I think it that would have a, it would have a van, it took the children to school. If we can start a project, 
James said you got a lot of requests, but you know, it's, yeah. my mind is you know blowing big, you know, honestly. Yeah. Absolutely. We need to have L phone school. Most of our own 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 children, our own members who are already in the educational field, they also agree. Yeah. Though we will find something. Even if we <coughs> say, look, we'll give you fifty dollars, we'll not be paying one fifty. So we got five teachers and we're giving them fifty dollars, you get the two fifty per month. Or Per, per semester. That would be good. So just let me sort of wrap up. We made a really big jump in that discussion. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how that happened. No, I know what we were wrapping I mean, up. But, yeah. what I'm trying but, to say, but all okay. you're doing is making me yeah. edit this thing. No, I don't no, want to no. edit it. So what I'm trying to say is that but paying 150 will cost so much and when we have an air phone school and maybe five, six classes bill and the children can go to school and right. we got people there. Yes. Okay. So slight Summary of that, I guess, I think is needed. Right now, what our goal is, is $150 per student for 53 students. Yeah. To go to school this to year. Get, this yeah. year. This year. Get them in school. 2017, 2018 school year. Yes. yes. The long-term goal is potentially to build a school, which would be potentially, depending on some corporate finance analysis, more cost-effective than paying for the children to go to school. Yeah. And we are talking about around 35 35,000. 35,000, I should 35, say. 35,000. Can give you that structure of long building and then make up there. You have to have office there for principal mm -hmm. and other things. Then we have the front for, for playground. And I, one of the things I really want for them, the playground, where they have to move the stress. The stress. And they can be children. Yeah. yeah. Give them some time to be now, kids. Do you have land now or you need to acquire the land? We need to buy the land. You need to acquire the land, yeah. So, um, I mean, do you have room for a playground now? That's something that would... If we buy the land... We no, no, if you don't... It, right now, currently, we right use now. a school camper. Okay. Yeah, you know, oh, where we, the school we use yeah. for the... For the yep. Like I sent you the... It's sort of playing. Yeah. Fine. We use the school camper there. The okay. Durustown Elementary School Camper. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, how can people... I mean, I guess this is you, Adam. How can people get involved? Okay, so we've got a couple of different things going on right now. Uh, one thing that we're doing right now is collecting school supplies in order to send back to Liberia with Bishop Nelson for all of his students. So we are currently taking a school supplies collection in the Swan uh, Business Building here at St. Bonaventure. So I know that uh, every year my parents buy me more school supplies than I actually use, so I definitely will have some to donate. Uh, sorry, Mom and Dad. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so if you would like to donate some school supplies, come find us here at St. Bonaventure or get a hold of us. And particularly, what do you need? Yeah, we need some copy books, book bags. We like, need 53 book bags. Backpacks are especially, yeah, back, back bag, especially yeah. needed. Yeah, yeah, for 53. Because we have some case supply and some not supply. So not bigger case, they need bigger bags. So if it's used bag and it's not small, we can we can put it in the, in the, in the barrel. Uh -huh. Yeah. So if you would like to uh, to donate this week, please get a hold of us. Uh, we would love to be able to send Bishop and, back. And I'm almost sure that's going to be an extension because he. there's no way. I've seen how many bags he has. There is no way in the world those are all going on any plane. I mean, he would have to get his own C5 to <laughs> go over. Yeah, i give you an address of someone who will ship it. Correct. Do, Absolutely. Find somebody to drive it in a truck and drive it to Maryland. Right, so we get it to Baltimore, Baltimore will ship it out. So, ah, okay. so the, the point being, we would love it this week so that we can show him what he's going to get, 
Um, I'm but we sure would love it anytime. Exactly. I'm sure this is going to take a couple weeks to, before we can get it shipped to Baltimore. So um, if you you know if if it's Friday and you're like, oh, I can't miss, I missed out. You didn't miss out. Bring it next week. <laughs> It'll still be here. Yeah, We're gonna yeah, still collect I'm it. I'm not carrying it with me here until it get filled. Yeah. For the shipping, maybe yeah. by October any or November yeah. because it's, it's um it take. Six weeks to arrive in Abiba. Yeah. The other thing I think we have to talk about is uh, how to donate. So if, if someone wants to donate money to sponsor a student this year. Absolutely. So you can visit us on positiveripples.org, and you will be, have the ability in order to donate money to sponsor uh, the education of one of Bishop Nelson's students in Liberia. Right. And if they do donate, um, what happens? So they, they donate. They, I, I make a donation, $150. Is that the last I hear of it? What, what You tell me what happens next. Uh, we want to build a tracking uh, a report form mm-hmm. to be able to be accountable onto a uh, bonad you know, venture. So, yeah, and... So we, when we pay to the school... Well, I know who I donated. So if I if I donate to... Will I know the student? Will I know how the student is doing? Yeah, what, what? yeah. Each child, each, each donation, we need the name of the, the people that are making the donation. Mm-hmm. So and the sign, email. And sign a child to them. And then if we have the... the Impact program, mm-hmm. then we can also have some communication between right. the child. So if, if, the, if it's a perfect fit, and uh, if all the children who do get signed up to this will enter into the pen pal program, and they yeah. can write back and forth with you, yeah. um, I think it's a great fit. I think, yeah. it's, I think so too. Yeah. Some will be able to paint some picture if, if they can really communicate. Yeah, well, very <laughs> with good. With name on it. And send like, a picture. Yeah, the child will paint a picture of Father Day. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's awesome. So I'm really excited about this. I think uh, has a lot of potential on the upside, and uh, um, you know, I, it is a hurdle. There's no question. We're gonna have to do some fundraising. We're gonna have to do, you know, we're counting on everyone out there listening to this. That you know, and I've said it probably a million times now. Without you guys, Bond Response is just a really good idea. And I'll say the same thing here. Without you guys, we're not gonna be able to do it. So. Get involved. Um, you know, write a check, send send it online. Um, just just make a difference in these people's lives. Absolutely. Um, I think that's pretty that's much all I've it. got. Um, I I do think next time we do this, I'm going to take his phone away from him. <laughs> <laughs> probably probably might help. Yeah, yeah. So, alrighty. Well, thanks, uh, Bishop, and thank you, Adam. And um, I'm I'm hoping this will be one of the last purely raw updated ones. We pretty soon we're going to start talking. We want to talk a little, just yeah. briefly, what's going to happen next with the podcast. Absolutely. So uh, we are looking to expand our podcast into uh, a little bit of the commercial sector. So if you would like to talk about um, possibly sponsoring our podcast, we are going to have. Uh, one of one of our people, Luke Collins, is going to be taking care of our editing, and we will be more than happy to get you uh, a blurb in our podcast. Uh, you can get a hold of us and let us know if that's something that and would interest the you. The money will be donated to Absolutely. one of the causes. I'm not sure which one, but one of our causes. What we're doing. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, please, please, thank please you. do that. So, thank you. All right, thank you for uh, for joining us today, thank Bishop. You, thank you, thank you very much.